I'm Alex Travis. And I'm Maureen Friedley. This is a high horse podcast. And we are leaving egos on the ground. And today we're doing a kind of a special coverage on the absolute debauchery that we're calling the pentathlon, which is one of the Olympic games. Um. Maureen, I wanted, I want you to go ahead and start with some of the history of the pentathlon, what it used to be, what it is now, and then we can talk about why we're covering it um, and why it's uh, so incredibly problematic. Yeah. So um, I had never heard of the pentathlon until everyone started sending me videos on TikTok. And, uh, and so I started looking into it. So for those who are not familiar with it, um, like how I was, the modern pentathlon is made up of five events. They are fencing, swimming, riding, and a thing that they call the laser run, which is a combination of shooting and running. So before I go over what those individual events do specifically, um, the history of it is that the founder of the modern Olympic games, um, Baron Pierre de Coubertin, I'm sure I've messed up that, pronunciation, but uh, <laughs> he uh, designed the game based off of the ancient pentathlon. Now the ancient pentathlon for the original Olympic games uh, was made up of a foot race, wrestling, long jump, javelin, and discus. And this was supposed to be modeled after what would make up what the, um, what the ancient Greeks and Romans would consider an ideal soldier. Uh, so um, the foot race running from the enemy, wrestling, being able to do hand-to-hand combat, the, the long jump and javelin being able to, um, again, outmaneuver enemy and use your weaponry and the same with the discus. So when Huberton designed his modern pentathlon, he looked at it as a soldier behind enemy lines escaping. So his idea was that um, the... 19th century cavalry soldier would be behind enemy lines. So he would have to jump onto an unfamiliar horse, take off, fight enemies with a pistol and sword along the way. He might have to swim across a channel to return to his soldiers. And then he would have to run to his soldiers to uh, escape enemy capture again. And, uh, and so, and that was his modern take on it. And that was first introduced um, in 1912, which is actually when it seems like all equestrian sports were introduced to the modern Olympics because I know that's when um, dressage and everything was brought about. And I'm going to go ahead and say what everybody else is thinking, or at least all the military folks, is this it sounds like an event designed by someone who was never in the military. Right? <laughs> yeah, I would have to agree to that. Um, actually, I'm going to look really quick and see if he ever was in the military. Since I'm on Wikipedia here, I could check quick. And... No, he was an educator and historian. Nice. So you hit the nice. right on the head there. Wow. Zero military experience, but wow. he's using his education to base his best guess as to what he thought well, that, was uh That's where a guess relevant. gets you on something as serious as military experience. Right. This, the, exactly. swimming, the swimming across the channel is what got me, bud. I'm sorry, but <laughs> no, so, not doing but, that. So that's, that's the history. That's the start of it. 
um, when you're looking at the modern competition format, so what these guys are having to do, if you didn't watch it, um, was that they have to do fencing, which is a round robin event. Um, they go at it for one minute and whoever gets the first hit is the winner. And if they go for one minute and they get no hits, then they both lose that match. Uh, the swimming is a 200 meter freestyle race. Um, and the riding, which we'll be talking about specifically is show jumping. They're getting on horses that are not their own. And it seems like, um, they don't necessarily, you know, some of them probably are not equestrians if most of them are not. And then like Let I me said, just, from the appearance, maybe one of them, maybe yeah. one of them was may, maybe. <laughs> and then, uh, and then finally is the laser run, which again is the combination of shooting and running. So they are running to a, a, a station with a target. They have to hit five targets before they can move on to the next station. Um, they have a minute to do so if they don't do it, then that doesn't penalize them. But the idea is to hit the five targets as quickly as possible so you can run to your next location and whoever finishes it with, at the best time is the winner. So those are your events of the modern pentathlon. So the reason we're talking about it is because it was, I mean, just, just an absolute shit show. It was so obvious from any spectator's point of view, like you don't have to be an equestrian or someone that's even ever ridden a horse to be able to have looked at those performances and known straight away, those people don't ride horses frequently, if at all. And my problem is, you know, a lot of people came. So the big controversy here is Anika Schlau, uh, who competed for Germany. Um, Anika has since been removed from the Olympics. She, I believe was stripped of her medals. Um, her coach was removed for striking a horse with a closed fist from over the fence. You're, I mean, come on, where's your, your sportsmanship in that? You're, you're not to reach over the fence. You're not to cross yeah. into the competitive uh, territory where the event is being held. I mean, that's very basic self-control, right? Um, so <clears throat> Anika Schlau, I, her performance I did see on day two with Saints Boy. Saints Boy was the horse. These are horses that do perform at the Olympic level. The courses that I was just going to say, course, it was, was Saints Boy, is, is he owned by one of the Olympians competing in the equestrian events? Or is he someone, some, uh, a horse that was just brought specifically for this purpose? Do you know? All 18 horses were provided. Okay believe it was 18 horses. They were all provided. Um, I'm not sure who was in charge of livestock. I want to say, I think I heard someone say that the commentator was who owned Saints Boy, but I don't know if that's just speculation. Um, at any rate, I did watch Anika Schlau's performance with Saints Boy on day two. He had refused for a previous rider the previous day. Now, regardless of whether or not he was refusing because there was an injury sustained or simply because he is a horse that is capable of performing at that level and completing that course. He just sent that horse out on his own. He could complete that course by himself. However, horses that compete at that level have riders that compete at that level. Almost all of those riders came off their horses. Almost every single one of them. 
mm-hmm. didn't know how to, didn't know how to see, set their horse up for a distance, didn't know how to carry themselves over a jump. They were all falling off left and right, getting thrown. We, I mean, we saw horses throwing bucks at the Olympics. They were putting these horses literally through the jumps, not over them, through them. Exactly. Yeah. Um, not something you should, you know, if a, a horse's toe clips a pole and knocks, you know, knocks a lower pole down, I could maybe see that uh, on rare occasion at the Olympic level. Right. But not, I'm every not barreling through rider. Every best. single one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Every single one of them. And it's not a lack of ability on the part of the horses. So, so many people were saying, well, it wasn't her horse. That was irrelevant based on her, absolutely no balance in her seat, Mm -hmm. could not carry her weight well, was flopping all about, was she was too tight on one side of her rein, too loose on the other. She was absolutely yanking on the horse's mouth. It wouldn't have mattered if she had been able to bring her own horse or not. She simply couldn't do it. She was unprepared. My problem is nobody put a gun to these athletes head and said, you're going to do the pentathlon or it's your life. Nobody did that. These are all athletes that either bought their way in because let's be realistic. Um, it's not talent. A lot of times it gets you into the Olympics. Mm -hmm. It's money. Um, and that was pretty obvious watching the pentathlon. Um, they all chose to do this. They knew ahead of time show jumping at that level was going to be part of the competition. And it's not, it wasn't a fucking surprise. Right. And like they, we said, they we showed started, up ill prepared before. Yeah. And like we said, before we started recording, you know, the, the fact that they're jumping over at the height that they are having them jump at is completely right. and totally uncalled for. I mean, if we want to sit, exactly. If we want to sit here and say, okay, we're modeling this support. We're supposed to be modeling this after running away from being behind enemy lines, then we need to be doing this at a lower jump because no one in their right mind is going to take. Yeah. What are you doing? Jumping over a house? Yeah, exactly. Are you jumping over a house? We need to be doing it as a cross country event and a low scale cross country event. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, if I would be more impressed to see something that is closer to like a Western trail course. Yes. Yeah. Opening gates and stuff like that. than jumping a horse as high as they have them going. Right. Well, it's kind of like you, like I said earlier, um, this was a competition designed by someone who was never in the fucking military, never spent a day deployed, mm-hmm. never spent a day in the field, never spent a day in a pair of boots spectating on what he thinks would happen. Yeah. Let's be real. The first thing you're going to do, if you're behind enemy lines and you're escaping, you're not picking up a horse. No, I'm going to find no. a different uniform. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you're going to make yourself, clothes. you're going to try to make yourself as inconspicuous as possible. You don't want to stand out. And one way to stand out is to be taking somebody's horse. Yeah, I think a more realistic uh, option would have been a very, you know, maybe low to moderate level cross country course or something mm-hmm. with some, you know, trail style obstacle. Um, if that's what if that's what it's modeled after, because that's exactly. what you would be doing, yeah. trying to get the hell out of Dodge as fast as possible over relatively minimal obstacles. You're not going to be jumping over cars and tanks and trucks and shit. You'd right. go around. Point blank. End of story. Um so Anika Schlau, I don't know if that's how you say her name, but that's how I'm saying it. Uh, her coach punched the horse over the fence, was 
heard and was on camera repeatedly saying, hit it harder, hit it right. Um, and she was whipping this horse from above head height repeatedly. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't even count how many times she hit that horse. So, um, you know, in, in, in standard show jumping, you, there's a maximum. You get two strikes. You can hit that horse twice. And not from this height. Yeah. No. Below the shoulder. Um, and if not, you get the buzzer. You get booted. So the mm-hmm. fact that whoever, whomever was in charge of safety, whoever was in charge of livestock, et cetera, et cetera, nobody stepped in. That's kind of my problem. Nobody said, um, especially at that height with those jumps, um, they're very lucky. I'm sure several of them were legitimately hurt after seeing oh, yeah. the types of falls they took. You can break your neck. Yeah. You can, you can break your back. You can seriously injure yourself. So um, somebody should have stepped in and said, this horse, no, we need to pick a different horse. You need to draw a different horse. This is a dangerous situation for everyone. Yes. So, um, I was told by people who watched day three that, um, well, for sure we know based on what the Olympics has come out and said, Saints boy was pulled from the Olympics, mm-hmm. um, because of what they're saying is he was pulled for the, because of, due to the distress caused to him by Anika Schlau. Um, I saw one article, not from the Olympics, not the Olympics has not come out and said at all, whether or not Saints boy had a vet check or an injury zero from the Olympics. The Olympics has just said he was pulled uh, due to distress. Mm-hmm. One article, one article has come out saying that he wasn't injured. Um, but nothing from the Olympics. So to me, it seems like a big time cover your ass moment. Right. You know, because there's, there's repercussions there. There should have been someone looking out for the welfare of the animals saying, ah, eh, something's wrong with this horse. It, even if it's just mental, you're going to ruin this horse and you're going to ruin this horse's career. Right. The mental soundness of the horse also matters. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that kind of mental distress, it's one of two things. It is a physical injury, which to me, he looked lame on the front left. He looked lame. It looked like a suspensory ligament issue mm-hmm. or injury to me um, from watching the performance because I did watch hers. Or distress on uh, in respect to being ridden by a rider incompetent for them because right. these horses are able to perform at that level and they are typically ridden by riders also able to perform at that level. And so when you have someone who's flopping around in the saddle, who's imbalanced, who's slamming into the back of your neck, who's whipping you at the same time and literally Mm -hmm. throwing you through poles, through jumps, because they don't know how to fucking see a distance. That's, I mean, that's the reason I would balk too. Yeah. So, um, like I said, the Olympics has not come out in anything I have seen and said, no, Saints boy was not injured. The only horse they have confirmed with a legitimate injury is Jet Set, who was injured on a cross-country jump. Um, And he did completely tear a ligament and ended up being uh, humanely euthanized. Mm -hmm. But I think the reason that was publicized is because he was euthanized. There's no... Right, yeah. You know, there's no way around that. Um, But to completely pull the horse and then not confirm whether or not he's had a vet exam... um, that, that to me, 
I mean, just because you're, I think not saying anything says everything. Mm -hmm. um, and they knew, I think the, the, the people in charge, right up at the top, whoever's in HR knew that was turning into a fucking nightmare. Oh, for sure. As, as it unfolded, as each of the riders were thrown to the ground and slamming into the horse. And I mean, just not even close to completing these jumps, not even close. Um, I think they were like, oh, this is going to be a gnarly cleanup in terms of press. And it shows. There was little to no consideration for the welfare of the animal. Um, I just did a quick search to see what's the latest in, uh, in news on Google about it. And the last thing that anyone wrote up on it was from yesterday and just talking about the coach being removed from competition. And, you know, there's nothing about what, what, what happened with the horse. Um, yeah. I, like all, I said, I'm saying is that they didn't, so the, the, the news right now, of course, you know, I don't fault reporters for this because they don't understand what it is that they're really talking about in terms of horse care and everything, but they're saying, you know, they didn't click. And that's why it didn't work. No, right. she was, she was incompetent to ride at that level. Mm -hmm. Incompetent to ride at that level. I wouldn't get on a horse like that. Oh no. I wouldn't do, I wouldn't, I wouldn't try to, I wouldn't try to do two foot jumps. Cause I know my level of, of competency. She was visibly incompetent. And anyone that has spent any time around horses, especially show jumpers, especially mm -hmm. our cross country folks, could visibly tell she was not underprepared. She was unprepared. What I am that really is interested in seeing and knowing is I, as far as I know, we haven't heard anything from St. Boy's owner. And right, nothing, I really want to know. The owner. Yeah, I'm really curious to know what's going through the owner's head seeing their horse being treated that way. And having a German coach my sit horse. there and say, hit it harder, hit it. Like, I, I, yeah, I could not imagine what I would do if I, I couldn't find my... anything on that either. So I looked this morning for quite a while. I tried mm -hmm. to find who provided the livestock, who is in charge of welfare of the livestock. I have tried. I mean, I've looked left, right, and sideways. And the, I, like I said, I only found that one article. And um, anybody that knows anything about Google right? So if this is your first time hearing this, I'm sorry to say, but you're in for a rude awakening into how the world works. Um, Google heavily mm -hmm. filters your search content, yes. heavily filters it. Um, and companies, especially companies like Walmart and Apple, et cetera, largely use that to their advantage. Fox News is really notorious for this as well. Um, especially like during the election, that was a big thing. Mm -hmm. I would not be surprised whatsoever if I went onto the onion and did a search, if I found a whole lot more available to me and this wasn't just something being filtered from the top down. Right. Um, because it's, it's very strange to me that I can't find who their owner is. I could find his pedigree. The, on the Olympics website, they will list Saints Boys pedigree. But I can't find anything in regards to who was in charge of welfare, who was in charge, who mm -hmm. owns him. Um, yeah, because if that was my horse, I would have fucking yanked her off of him on the course. 
Yes. I mean, exactly. these are these are six, these are six and seven figure horses. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. These are six and seven figure horses. And they're sent, and at that level, they are very sensitive. So a bad performance can ruin them forever, especially yes. if they endure an injury. Um, the only halfway decent performance I saw was whoever rode Dante, and even that was pretty ugly. But he seemed, it was a man, and he seemed like the only person that actually spent any time prior to the Olympics preparing. Everybody else legitimately to me looked like they showed up that day and gave it a go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and like I said, I have no, I have no pity for it whatsoever. I competed athletically for a long time in multiple different sports. I competed in tennis, softball, wrestling, martial arts at a very high level. Um, you prepare for the sport you're competing in. You prepare, you chose that sport. Nobody forced you and mm-hmm. you prepare for it. So and the other she, thing she that- obviously she got gold in everything else, right? Like she got gold in all the other right. things except for this one. So either she w- her jumps weren't challenging enough at home when she was practicing mm-hmm. or she was riding the same horse all the time. Well, right. if you know you're going to get a random horse, you practice on random horses if you give a shit. Right. I just I have no I have no pity for it. The people defending her, oh, it's her life's work. Well, then she should have prepared like it was the Olympics. Exactly. Yeah, and I too think I mean her attitude up on that horse. Her oh demeanor my God. Was, and people yeah, were like, well, you know, she was upset. Is, here it is. The, the, the Olympics are known, are known for being what like propels young athletes into, I want to do this. I want to be an Olympian. Just the other day I was coming, I was driving home from going um, to, to a friend's place. And I saw little kids setting up like they were running the track at the Olympics in the street and oh, like racing cute. each other down the road because they're seeing that on TV. And so when you are an Olympian, you are held at the highest of the highest standards. And on all some- fronts. Yes. On all fronts. So it's not you, just how. When you have somebody who's sitting on a horse and, you know, I have conversations with Arlette all the time about how, when you get on that horse, you are responsible for your feelings and your actions because your horse is going to internalize those as well. So and how's that affecting the horse? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So if we're, if we're going to sit here and, you know, people who don't understand horsemanship and how, and how that works, how that trade-off happens and and that communication through the reins happens, if you're going to sit there and say, well, they treat them like machines. Yeah. If you're going to sit there and say, well, you know, the horse was being difficult, well, where does that start? Even, you know, no. aside, aside from it being, being, you know, that he was hurt or anything, if you want to break it down to something that you can immediately see her attitude at his refusal is what made him quote unquote difficult to handle. Right. Absolutely. Um, I can tell you, like I said, we've talked about this before. Um, if I go into the crowd and I'm in a shit mood, my horses are nowhere near me. Right. They are nowhere near me. Um, especially a horse at that level who has a job that he knows, right? Mm-hmm. He knows his job. This is a competitive, high level show jumping horse. Um, who wants to do his job. Right. Yeah. Right. And at some point, you know, if, if the horse is balking at the jumps, something's fucking wrong. And if it's you, right. then it's you. It's you. I don't know what to tell you, girl, but she was. I encourage everybody to go watch the video of her performance. It's going to haunt her for the rest of her life. She was 
having a fully blown tantrum. I mean, sobbing uncontrollably and just wailing. Oh my, it was, I mean, even, even just reading through articles online and everything, all the papers say at one point she gets so frustrated. She screams and it fills the entire, if you're screaming to the point where your voice is heard throughout the entire Olympic stadium, you have a problem. You need to be getting off that horse and you need to reevaluate yourself. She needs some, maybe some uh, professional attention at that point. (laughs) Um, yeah, that's, that's not going to help the horse for sure. Mm -hmm. That's not going to help the horse for sure. And when the horse is already, you know, sullying up like that, you need to go in the opposite direction, softer, smoother, kinder. Right. Because she, I mean, that's the ultimate of acting like a predator. She was the lion on his back. Exactly. And, and he acted like it. He did not trust her to put him over those jumps. And so he just refused altogether. If, if it wasn't an injury. Um, I'm not convinced that it wasn't because seeing, seeing the playback of, and I've watched it like three times now, if you can't look at that horse and tell me he wasn't lame on that front left, he was lame. That horse was lame. And I'm not the only one who saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, nobody stepped in. Nobody stepped in on, if it was me and I was her coach, I would have yanked her out of there so fast. You're done. Yeah. You're done. How embarrassing for your country. How embarrassing for you. Terrible. Terrible. Um, in the article that I found, the gold medalist in dressage has gone on to say that um, the performances were deplorable and not representative of what it is to be an equestrian. Right. Yeah, that's and another even thing. And she is, said... Is how is this yeah, going to affect the equestrian community now going forward from here well and it gives the people that are not equestrians such a bad perception exactly because they don't they don't know that she she's not an equestrian that's the big thing and that's the thing is how many people are going to look at the whole pentathlon and understand this is a pentathlon you know portion of the event or or are they just going to look at it and say oh look that's show jumping and look how that show jumper is treating her horse right um and nobody i think nobody at the spectators level is able to consciously look at her and evaluate her level of preparedness right most people most people with any level of empathy were able to look at her and go I don't think she's a very good rider yeah because that horse is trying she's Mm -hmm. just not it wasn't just her that's my problem it was everybody yes it was everybody Mm -hmm. um a lot of people failed that horse on that day a lot of people um I mean, I saw, I saw clips of other performances, right? Cause it's just inoculating before you page right now. And I mean, there were people just left, right and sideways on top of their horse trying to go over these jumps. I mean, one guy was like sitting all the way back. And when the horse went over, he just clean went over there and he held onto the reins and just ripped oh through gosh. the horse's mouth. Wow. Um, I'm like, you know, you know how I know you didn't practice. You don't even know how to fall. Yeah. That is something show jumpers spend a lot of time on. Mm-hmm. Show jumpers and cross country folks, they practice how to fall. Yeah, because if you don't know how to fall, that's where you're going to get hurt. Uh, and none of them did that. Yeah. None of them did that. Um, yeah, it was pretty bad. I think the sportsmanship was what I take issue with first and foremost. Her, she mm-hmm. has like a something going on. 
right? Like she's mm-hmm. got to have a, a temperament disorder of some kind. It reminds me of like the prissy showgirl who uses daddy's money in all the horse girl movies. Yeah, but it was more than that. She's got a temper. Yeah. She has a temper and people are like, well, she was in the lead and she was watching her lead slip away. Whose fault is that? Whose fault is that? Right. If my kid goes to school and takes a spelling test and fails every fucking word, but she was at home watching TV every night and she comes home to bitch at me. Guess what? You come home crying about that F. You know what I'm going to say? Maybe you should have spent a little bit more time on those words and a little less time watching Cat Dog. Right. Oh man, Cat Dog. I haven't thought about Cat Dog in a long time. Cat Dog. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And that's, oh. you, get, you don't. And she knew she was going to get a random horse. Like that's. Yeah. I'm a competitive person. If I'm going to go into a competitive environment, I am going to try to set my practice environment up to model that. Right. So if I know yeah. horses and she clearly practiced for everything else. So if I know yes. horses are going to be part of it. Well, guess what? I'm going to look at the size of the jumps and I'm going to look at the format mm-hmm. and I'm going to practice that at home. She didn't practice and you can't tell me she did. Yeah. I mean, every I, athlete knows it, that you, pra- you practice like you compete and you compete like your practice. That's the whole, that's the whole point of being a professional in your field. So if you are doing, you know, if you are doing four fifths of the practice and thinking you're just going to walk out there, jump on your horse on somebody else's horse and go over these she giant jumps. She couldn't even sit a full seat. Yeah. She let that sink in. She could not sit a full seat wasn't capable could not hold her leg position even i can do that i'm i am the shittiest rider i know i personally i am the shittiest rider i know hands down i'll admit that my seat is shit uh i'm probably more critical of myself than anybody else will ever be in my comment section um i i could have probably shown up and performed at that same level yeah. And I'm disabled and shitty and out of shape. Honestly. Yeah. Not at those jumps, because I wouldn't I wouldn't attempt those jumps, hands oh, down. Hell no. I mean. And the <laughs> lack of like the lack of concern for their safety. That's really what kills me. Those are serious fucking jumps that you see at like the world national level. You know, I feel like that just goes back to the whole idea of people think, oh, you're just sitting there. You just sit there. Yeah. Girl, she couldn't even do that. She wasn't even sitting. <laughs> she was she was flopping all around on that horse and trying to balance herself on the reins. A horse that, that performs at that level is expecting you to hold your own weight. Exactly. So that it can go over the jumps. And yeah. so when you're not doing that and you're left, right, and sideways and all over the place, that horse is like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, Those now now you're jumps. now. Now that horse is going into self-preservation because that horse is saying, this person doesn't know what it's doing and I'm going to get hurt because of it. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and I saw so many people come off and so many horses get put through the poles. Mm-hmm. I just can't imagine that if that the majority of those horses sustained injuries because I know the riders did. Yeah. Period. You, yeah. And the quietness on behalf of the Olympics, the lack of reporting, in the, in the face of controversy, in the face of backlash, that's how I know they're caught with their pants down red-handed. That's mm-hmm. how I know. Everybody is like, 
I mean, there's petitions going around yeah, for the yeah. welfare of the animals. Um, so you can't tell me that they don't know about it because if it, if, if it was any other show, right. If it was any other competition, mm-hmm. they would be saying, here's the vet checks. Here's the horse's current health standing. The mm-hmm. horse is okay. Right. Because there's fucking PETA knocking on their door. Hey man. Yeah. You fucked up. You shit the bed, but they're not doing that. They're silent. Why? Because I don't think they have any of that. Yeah. Or if, or if they do, it's not to their benefit. Right. So they might have the vet checks, but the vet right. checks say this horse has sustained a career ending injury. Right. Because of the rider. So they don't want that out there. Yeah. And, yeah. Until I'm, very the Olympics, see, I'm very interested to see if we get that vet check or if we get a comment from his owner at all. Yeah. Until I see something from the Olympics or something from the owner, like definitive, definitive proof from mm-hmm. a veterinarian saying the horse is sound, I'm going to assume he's not. Yeah. And, and even then, I mean, you can lie to me on paper, but I saw the way that horse was moving. Mm-hmm. He was moving like a horse that was hurt. Exactly. Well, um, I definitely, the, again, this all comes back to even, even, even at the Olympic level, horsemanship is key. Yeah, it was booty, man. Booty. Absolute ass. And the, it, I, like I said, the first, you can say whatever you want about her equitation, about her seat, about her horsemanship, her hands. I don't care. Whatever, dude. Have your own opinion. Her sportsmanship mm-hmm. is what I take problem with first. Yes. Her attitude, she, if I saw my child behave that way. Oh, absolutely not. Not. Nah, your ass is done. Get in the jeep. Absolutely not. You're done. You're done. If you can't, I mean, she had a complete loss of control. Mm-hmm. Sobbing. Anybody, you listen to this and you haven't seen it, please go watch that video. She's, I hope it haunts her forever. She's 31. Oh, it better. Apparently. I know it would haunt me forever. For sure. And even, um, and even at that, you know, like that, that severe reaction, I suspect either something underlying in her mental health, not trying to talk shit, but that's point blank end of story. That's what I suspect or right. substance abuse. Hmm. That's an interesting, interesting take. Because she wasn't the only one coming off her horse. She wasn't the only one with yeah. a horse that had, that had refused. And even her coach displayed this almost the same level of lack of control. Yeah. The coach reached over the fencing and, and closed fist punched the horse, punched it. Right. Something's going on there. Either you're not right here or you have taken in a substance that has Mm -hmm. created you a lack of control. Right. Well, performance enhancing drugs are no stranger to the competitive environment and oftentimes they have very detrimental effects on the attitude Mm -hmm. well it'll be interesting to see in the in the coming weeks if we get any further information on what happened there and everything so i will put into our show notes a link to um one of the petitions that are going around right now to remove the pentathlon or at least remove the horse aspect of the pentathlon. Um, or change I will also, it. 
Yeah, and I, I will also link, um, I'll find a, a link to a video of her ride. So people, if they want to be able to just quickly click on it and go check that out, they yeah. can do that as well. So, but we hope that you guys enjoyed your little surprise episode today. Um, this will be kind of a nice little segue into the episode that we have coming up on our usual Wednesday, which is um, uh, raising children in the horse world. So since we talked so much about her sportsmanship and everything like that today. Yeah, lack thereof. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>